Hey gang, it's Aaron and Patty. Here to tell you about some big news coming out of the Pineapple Ranch. What is it, Aaron? Your favorite comedy advice podcast, Dear God Naturally, is celebrating its 200th episode. Amazing. I can't believe we're still here. Me too. And still drunk. So you can join us live on Instagram and Facebook at Dear Pod Official on Saturday, February 11th at 10 a.m. Correct. You join us online. We will be fielding all of your questions, answering things. It will be a raucous good time. You can leave your comments, questions for us. Join us. It'll be a wonderful experience. Have to be there. And now, cue the typewriter. Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely Dear upset. Ann my son got married again. Dear Ann Landers, she was very I happy. Dear Ann, his wife is working on a machine. Dear Abby, she thinks way too much. She had to get married. Dear Pod. behind the times now but i finally finished harry's prince harry's oh you book. read the book i didn't i don't read <laughs> aren't you cute books on tape I, and by tape i mean pamphlets whatever. i do audiobooks yes so it's him narrating his own audiobook i don't know if you saw the little clip at that i put online mm-hmm. of the audio of him talking about his junk and getting sure. frostbite on it so much that's but, something we could have, a good editor would have been like, you know, let's work around that. But I don't think when I listened to the whole thing, I fully was like, no one was involved in editing this at all. Like to the point where I was like, I'm pretty sure they just let him do his own thing. And then they put him in a booth and they were like, say whatever you want to say. Nobody thought to stop and be like, maybe we shouldn't talk about the Taliban and how many people you killed and put your lives at stake. I'm sorry, what? He talked about how many Taliban he murdered. Mm. I know by the time this episode comes out, it will be highly passe. But he talked about the Taliban murders. But the best part is, is that, that first of all, I didn't know the Taliban had a Twitter. Uh, Aren't they supposed to be hiding in a cave somewhere? And now that he's a private citizen and he's just gone on record saying, I've killed all the Taliban. Yep. Game on. They're like, who is it? Pizza. Land shark. Who is it? Taliban. I mean, uh, to pizza. <laughs> Domino's. 30 minutes are free. Who is it? Explosives. <laughs> Damn it. And Explosive pizza. <laughs> Explosive autobiography. <laughs> you know it's bad when the Taliban comes out of a cave and gets on Twitter to be like, tell him we want nothing to do with his book. <laughs> Will you get on that Twitter and tell him to leave, a, leave your motherfucking name out your mouth? <laughs> The Taliban became Will Smith. Fully, they came out. They were like, we don't want it. And I was like, you know. I first liked that the Taliban was Southern. Hey, hey, (laughs) you don't talk about us like we're not here. Okay, we're in caves. We read. Harry, 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 Harry. Ellen, Ellen. They literally came out and were like, we want nothing to do with this, you guys. I, I don't know why he's bringing us into it, which is weird because they like explosive stuff. And it was a very explosive audiobook. <laughs> I can imagine. Although I don't really think I want to read it. Don't read it. 
Oh, well. It's, I, I can give you the synopsis. Highly out of touch, very rich, royal, shit talks his father and brother. Yeah. Well, I think I got that. I did all of the work for you and all the heavy it lifting. It seems like he is trying, he, I, I guess I kind of get, you're damned if you don't, damned if you do. Yeah. Type of person. Like, that's. But you're damned if you do it five, six times now. Especially because some of the shit that he said in this book was so, he, he really kind of went in at the brother and the father. He went in at Willie and really? Paul. And oh you just, and the and all the stuff about the overshare of his junk and getting frostbite and him using Elizabeth Arden cream, which is the best ad for Elizabeth Arden cream I've ever heard. Oh, I like that. How many guys are just lining up for that Elizabeth Arden? The yeah. red door is wide open. I mean, and now everyone's racing to watch War Paint at Lincoln Center again. <laughs> you know, Elizabeth Arden was sitting in, in like her golden castle being like, why am I trending? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but the Taliban thing is just funny to me because I was like, okay, so now they're coming out of the woodworks to say, we want nothing to do with this, but we'll make him a target now. Thank you very much. Now we know where you live. Thank you, Oprah. Remember when the Taliban was taking credit for everything? They're like the Millie Vanilli of <laughs> of terrorists. They're like, Mick Rib, we did it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Pump up sneakers. That was us. Yeah, this uh, uh, George Santos. That was us too. Everything he says, we did that first. We that was ours. <laughs> That's mine. If they take credit for everything good and trendy, <laughs> MC Hammer pants. We did that first. That was our Taliban. Side, side ponytails. You don't see it, but it's underneath. Is there shoulder pads? Taliban. You really did the Taliban. Divas. Obviously. I mean, Hello. I'm pretty sure they took credit for a set I did once upon a time. Probably. Why not? Taliban endorsed, baby. <laughs> so you don't need to read it. But it was uh, it was good, good listening for me. He also had, he narrated it. And he had a tone of voice that was like weirdly, so uh, everything is a bit now. And I was like, this is weirdly comforting like i just want to go to sleep now well probably well you're in he's probably not used to being in a booth for hours on no end. and he's got no vocal energy you no. know well i mean i think you run out of energy we're talking about your your dink yeah <laughs> i mean also don't you get tired of talking about your like he's kind of it's like a, an uphill battle because there's such a he doesn't have an office or anything so he's got he's going against too many machines, so it's like... Uh, yeah, and it's whoever's going to pay him to shit talk, and now he's already saying that he's got enough to make a second book, and we're like, we're good, we get it. We don't want any more books or anything. Uh, books on tape, I don't... We're done. Just get, just hire a plane that could skyride it. The both of you aren't really that interesting, let's They're be not, honest. that's the thing. I think it really highlighted... She's not fucking Grace Kelly, she was on Suits, I right? mean, and the way that he, he puts her up on this pedestal, like she would have changed the face of the monarchy and i was like i think we're overselling it a little bit look <laughs> i love my jewels <laughs> but i can't picture walking him into a different country and being like you guys hey botswana wait until you see what he's got to say i mean obviously like i'm she like anybody she adds something but i mean he was never going to be king so you know they were just always going to be the side piece anyway yeah Collect your paycheck from the government and call it a day. I would gladly be eighth in line to the throne. That would be amazing. Yeah, and if you're pissed at what you have to do, okay, well, 
I'm, what are you doing? You're going to a ribbon cutting at a TJ Maxx. So you moved to California, a, a, a state that is probably going to disappear. Shortly. I hate you so much. We are on the exact same plane because I was about to say it's going to chip off and float away soon. Right. Go to Montana. Get it a might actually... If you want to be away from everybody... Go to a get a ranch in the middle of fucking Montana in a second. Right, that's on my list of places to go. Or go to Utah or some, but like Montecito. What's wrong with you? It's where all the Richies live. He's right. very connected. Right, and now there's a massive mudslide. It's like what? Come on. I but it would be great if California chipped off and floated back around and ultimately connected with England again. <laughs> like fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I've been trying to get away from this place, but forever floated right into it. I even knocked out the Hawaiian Islands to be here. I mean, I like the idea of living in California, but the reality of it, eh, not so much. There's also so many states that I'd like to see that I don't like. I when I we drove cross country, we were able to do that, but there's so much more that I mean. You wouldn't live on a coast. I don't know. You could live anywhere else that has to be America, and it cannot be New York or California. Where's it going to be? Colorado. Oh, okay. That Mountains. is very Mountains. Mountains. But weirdly, I would I would have said California because I would have I would do. I don't but like I would fires. Do I don't like natural disasters. I don't like the threat of the state falling into the ocean. I, I like don't wine. Like traffic. It would be Napa. I would live in that area. Yeah. And I've never been to Tahoe, but I'd like to go in that direction too. Mm, but yeah. that's on my list. I do want to go to Big Sky. I want to go to Montana. Then do it. Go right now. All right. I'll be right back. Okay. It's too cold. <laughs> There's bison. <laughs> I don't think I'd blend in there. You think? Maybe not. You know, wishful thinking. I know. Wishful drinking. I, I have to get rid of all my makeup, you know? You know, wishful I get drinking. it. I get it. I get uh, it. Do you have anything else wacky and wild to share with me before we lean in? Well, only that I made my lover last night watch Clue from beginning to end, which he's never done. <gasps> Excuse me, how many years has he been on this earth? A long time. Too long to have not seen Clue. And of course, I am knowing every line, laughing my ass off as if I've just seen it for the first time. And of course, he is not. Am he's I correct? At certain things, but other things. I think he's because you're. if you don't look at it, you're missing the nuance. And he was looking at his phone. Yeah. Absolutely. I would slap the phone out of his hand and say, that is rude. It is sacrilegious. Because if you don't have your eyes on Eileen Brennan during the entire thing. It's gone. Then you're. The monkey brain speech is gone. Ju- everything. Just the. the oh, and just like the side. Everything <sighs> that she does. Nuanced. When you introduce a movie to somebody that is so iconic in your life and is a cult classic. You can't expect them to act the way they did had they grown up with it. True. I think the case in point is Goonies. Mm-hmm. If we, if I were to show my niece Goonies today, do you realize how not well-received that would be? And oh. I would be in a corner crying laughing at Ruth, 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 baby. Come on. I'll but you, it would I'm never get greenlit. Um, what was the other one? Gremlins. There's been other things where I Stand you go me. to introduce what is your favorite and you really build it up for somebody. This is my favorite movie. Growing up, Meatballs, that was another one where I was like, oh, this is it. And then you show it to a person and then they shit on it. And I thus, shit on your childhood. The good thing is he didn't shit on it. 
He just didn't because, look at it. I mean, good writing is good writing, and good acting is good acting. But you have to really... I mean, I, I'm also to blame. Sometimes I'm on my phone, and I don't. But this, you have to... You have to watch them. You do. Because it's not like a, you know, shoot them up, blah, blah, blah. You can't check out. Yeah. It's, it's not literally... Avatar. <gasps> we saw Avatar. So... We went to the movie theater. I said to my jewels, take me to a movie that's five hours long. I'll see you tomorrow. Exactly. I was dying to go see a movie in a movie theater. And I was like, Avatar is the one because it's a big thing. You don't want to watch Avatar in a small screen in your home. This isn't I don't want to watch Avatar, period. Neither did I, but it was there and it was long. And it sure. was 3D. It was so long. Was it, it worth it? No. I mean, well, here's what. Three hours. That's it. We got our money's worth. Sure. And I think that all movies are going to start to be three hours long now. That is my prediction. That's because that's how you get people back in the movie theaters. Like, how do you justify the cost of a ticket? Make it three hours long. Who cares if it's boring? Mm, I, I think he is still, James. it's a James Cameron joint. He is still using the singers from Titanic. Remember in the movie Titanic, the people were like, oh. It just sounds of whales. Exact same singers in throughout Avatar. Would you, what do you prefer, Titanic or Avatar? I would like to combine the two. Mm-hmm. And I want the Avatars to be on the Titanic uh-huh. as it's sinking. There were a lot of themes that were very similar between, there was, there was a ship that was sinking. They were trying to escape. He likes to put all of his actors in cold, cold water. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say this was Titavatar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Which is like Rose and what's what's Jack. the I almost called him Jake. Jake. <laughs> That's a different movie. She's like, listen, I got another guy. I have another dead guy coming over. I won't here. let go, Jake. It's Jack. And Jim, whatever. Fuck, Jake is right behind you. <laughs> Jake from Sixteen Candles. <laughs> Jake from State Farm is here. He needs to take my throat. <laughs> and he's floating on another door over there that looks like it can hold the bolt. Looks of like us. he can make it. So I'm gonna go hop over to that door. You stay right here. Okay. You can hold BRB, on to this lock. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK. I think it's time. What do you say? I agree. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, George Santos. And I'm Candy Darling. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, but don't hide us. Because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're hiding them in the back because they're they're raping people out here. They're rapping. That too. They're rapping people I had that song on remix. Somebody remixed that little uh, soundbite. Sure. And made it like a really good song. It was like a dance song. It was fully on my workout mix. So I always hear, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide <laughs> your kids, your hide your... As I'm running on a treadmill, for real. It's a very good workout song. Oh, I Highly endorse. I endorse us, too. So follow us on your social medias, at Official. On your Insta, your Twitter, your face. You can email us, official at gmail.com. That's right. Send us an advice question, and we shall answer it right here. On the air every week, we have a website, DearPodOfficial.com. Did I mention that already? I don't know. I'm having a stroke now. Okay. But definitely, listen to us on iTunes, will you? 
listen to us, rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. Because numbers and words mean everything, and they hurt. So write good ones to us, damn it, five stars. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash geopartificial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. One of the perks of being a Patreon member is to get an extra special shout-out on your birthday. We have a birthday today. Are you ready? (laughs) All right. Well, since you're yelling at me, I will tell you. It is not Jake from State Farm. It is Peter Malfatti. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Malfatti. February 15th, you will be celebrating another trip around the sun. And today we are celebrating you here at the Pineapple Ranch with beverages and laughs and ha-ha funnies. Patrick is going to take his balls out and put them on my eyes later. So all in honor of you. Tonight, we celebrate on your eyes. We celebrate very differently here at the ranch. (laughs) It's like a piñata. Pin the tail on On my balls. All right. So uh, we have another topic this week, which is no surprise to anybody because it is. We're in the love week. You're just a love machine. And and I I won't eat chocolate for nobody but you. I just a love machine. I put it in there. Did you, did you hear how I, I gently folded in the theme to that oh. song? This week's theme is chocolate. Chocolate. And candy. Candy um, spelling. Candice. 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 Candice Cameron. Uh, Candice Cameron Bure, who we're obsessed with here at the pod. No, no. Not really no. obsessed, just we like to just use her as a punchline. Uh, so, yes, we're talking about chocolate. Not the movie. Maybe the movie, if you found articles on it. I didn't, but I'll tell you which one I have. This is rather long, so I'll read it like I'm in a micro mini machine. Oh, my God. It's huge in this really tiny print. Yes. This is from the Beaufort Gazette, Beaufort, South Carolina. That's Beaufort. 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 Don't you make me come out of this case now. Beaufort Gazette, Beaufort, South Carolina, June 25th, 1995. Candy bar boo-boo corrected. Dear Abby, so many words that are weird. Babe Ruth and the Baby Ruth candy bar were mentioned in your April 18th column. Unfortunately, Cindy Adams of San Diego misinformed you and your readers by erroneously quoting the Baby Ruth commercial, which is now airing as a salute to baseball legend Babe Ruth. In her letter, she shared her version of the commercial with the following quote, Babe Ruth, one of the all-time greats of baseball. To this day, you hear his name as he had a candy bar named after him. Abby... The candy bar was not named after Babe Ruth, as she stated, and the commercial doesn't suggest that it was. Rather than implying that the Baby Ruth candy bar be named for the baseball hero, the TV commercial suggests that perhaps it was a secret weapon responsible for the Babe's success. Uh. Folklore has it that the candy bar was actually named after Ruth's Cleveland, daughter of our 22nd president, Grover Cleveland. This is the message that Nestle has consistently communicated since acquiring the Baby Ruth business since 1989. The commercials were made as a tribute to Babe Ruth during the 1995 year-long celebration of his 100th anniversary of his birth. These three nostalgic 1920s period commercials retell the story of the Babe's famous center field home run. We appreciate the opportunity to clarify your message behind the Babe advertising campaign and hope that you will find space in your column to correct the misinformation shared with so many of your dedicated readers worldwide. Signed, Patricia Bowles, Managing Public Relations of Nestle Chocolate and Confections, Glendale, California. P.S. As for the Babe Ruth 
As for the Ruth family and their feelings about the new Baby Ruth ads, Julia Ruth Stevens, daughter of the Sultan of Swat, asked me to forward the following to you. Dear Abby, I have enjoyed your column for many years and and read with interest the letter from the writer who thought the TV commercial indicated that Baby Ruth oh Candy God. Bar was named after my father. Our whole family is excited about the country and celebrating the 100th anniversary of Daddy's birth. It's nice to know that people of all ages, ages still honor him. The Baby Ruth TV ad is one of the many authorized tributes to Daddy that are planned for this year. In TV commercials, Nestle refers to the secret weapon that may have led to his success. Other secret re- weapons were gener- wait, were where his generosity and sincere appreciation of his fans. Thank you in advance of printing this letter. Signed, Julia Ruth Stevens. Dear Miss Bowles and Julia Ruth Stevens, I heard from a surprising number of readers offering varied opinions about the origin of the Baby Ruth Candy Bar name. Some said it was named after the granddaughter of the president of the company, which introduced it. Others claimed it was called Baby Ruth instead of Babe Ruth to avoid paying royalties to the family. Thank you for clarifying the confusion concerning the Babe Ruth, Baby Ruth TV commercials. Are you kidding me? Um, okay, so whoever's listening at home, back it up. Drinking game to any time anybody says Baby Ruth. Or Babe Ruth. Or Babe Ruth. Or Ruth's Chris. Baby Ruth's Chris. I'll have two Baby Ruth's. Chris. I'll have two Baby Ruth's Chris Street houses, please. I can't even believe that this is... That, that's a huge thing that was printed. Uh, so I had time to do some work while you were reading, and right. I was not paying attention. Right. I'm like gardening. Marcus on his phone watching Clue. Sure. Apropos that Baby Ruth should be the first thing that comes up after talking about Goonies. It is officially named after the after President Grover Cleveland's daughter, Ruth Cleveland. Why isn't it just called a Ruth Cleveland? <laughs> That's what you take after you eat it. <laughs> oh, you guys got to take a wicked Ruth Cleveland. <laughs> Maybe it's the nuts. You don't, don't look so good, Patty. I had a Ruth Cleveland. I had two. Oh, we should maybe. How many? Because then you're giving out candy at Halloween. Do you want a Ruth Cleveland? No. No, thanks. I'm good. I'll take a baby Ruth, though. <laughs> uh, baby Ruth was ruined forever because of the movie Caddyshack. Correct. The best use of a candy bar I've ever seen. But does a candy bar float? Well, I think there's only one way to find out. Why don't you go? Please hit the pause button. I'm going to (laughs) go fill a bathtub and go grab some Hershey's, some Nestle's. I was going to say Ruth Cleveland wouldn't fit on a wrapper. That's a lot. But um, Charleston Chew fits on a wrapper. Oh, valid. Okay, you can make it work. Charleston Chew, by the way, one of Moth's favorite candies. I remember. I can't figure out what it is, though. Is it marshmallow? I think it's some kind of marshmallow blend. It's a mix. (laughs) It's a remix. I don't know exactly what's It's like the mutt of candy bars. Right. I strangely like it, although I have to soften it up because I do like my teeth. Um, But a Ruth Cleveland... I don't know. Sometimes I like a Ruth Cleveland, but most sometimes likely I, I don't. don't. Right. Yeah, I fucking love Baby Ruths. So if they're in that little mix that you get at Halloween, mm-hmm. it's a win-win for me. It's the salt, but the thing is, the Nestle chocolate is not always. I mean, again, I I, this is why I feel like we should be doing the Moth Report today. But we're sa- we're saving all our love for Moth. She's gonna be. Joining us for the 200th live streaming episode. Well, we'll see. It hasn't been confirmed. Uh, well, not you know, if she's busy, she's busy. You know, it has to be unanimous vote. She's so. retired I'm and still... she left the house maybe two times this week, but we'll see what we can One do. One was to make love. Oh, stop it! What's wrong with 
with you. Everything. Hit me with she an article. Hates Nestle. She hates Nestle chocolate. She has very oh, think, keen opinions on it. I think she's mentioned that. I, I, for, so I hate Nestle's Crunch her. Bar. Nestle Crunch. I hate oh, Nestle yeah, Crunch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like the crackle? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an animal. Uh, first no. of all, I'm what? not a milk chocolate person. I need a dark chocolate. The darker the better. I need, I need a dark chocolate. That's my drag name. Oh, sure. And like, I like a seven. I like a high cacao rate. Mm-hmm. My cacao percentage has to be in the seventies or above. Well, Miss McGuire, your cacao is uh, off the charts. Thank you. Uh, I work hard. You have ten minutes to live. So if there's anything you'd like, you'd it like was to worth unwrap, it. We have a crackle bar here if you'd like to eat. Do you have a Ferrero Rocher? Oh, sorry, it sounds like you have something stuck in your throat. A Ferrero Rocher. Glass of water? Ferrero Rocher! How about a Dr. Pepper? I would kill to do a Ferrero Rocher. What? I, there. Yeah. No, I'll never get the ad now. No, it sounds like you've I want to do a tongue. Ferrero Rocher commercial just to be on the set. In a Ferrari. And, because Ferrero Rocher. Do you like my Rocher, Ferrari? No, I like Ferrero Rocher! Because <laughs> Ferrero Rocher commercials are always very sexy. It's always like a woman and like a slip dress and her nails are done. And we want you to think that Ferrero Rocher is like the height of class. When in reality, you can buy 50 of them at Costco for like 10 bucks. Here's what I want. I want a sexy Skittles commercial. Okay. Where her, it's like... Like a like a sax in the background. There's like some mist, like some smoke, some dry ice, right? And she's like ripping in that open, and she has like some skittles in her hand, and her hand is just like you know, like this wonderful like maybe like a French manicure or yeah. something. And she puts like in her mouth, and then you they pan onto like her hand, and you just see like 15 different colors. Like yeah, the just ink is all sticky. over. <laughs> like a tattoo, like a Skittles yeah. tattoo. And it's like she tries to like shake it off and, and it's just all stuck, stuck the in palm. there. Yeah. Moist. Yeah. Yeah. And then she puts it in her mouth and then there's like some like color that's wiped off on the side of her cheek. And then and then the tagline is just Skittles. Bad idea. <laughs> Bad idea for a candy. <laughs> Skittles. Got some on you. Skittles. They could have done better. <laughs> Skittles. Back to the lab. Skittles. Skittles! Skittles were a bad kisser. Cute name. Bad idea. I never was a Skittle gal. I was a Starburst gal. I can be both gals. Oh, you're bi. I'm bi Skittle. (laughs) You're bi confection. And so are these people. So let's. I've got a bike infection. Ooh, that hurts. Sorry. All right, here we go. This one comes from the Daily Stand in Sexton, Missouri, September 3rd, 1970. Chocolate chip cookies for sick friend who did not offer to share. And that's that's pretty much the whole article in the title. (laughs) Thanks for the trailer. Dear Ann Landers, I make great chocolate chip cookies. The world's best. Everybody raves over them. Last night I baked a batch to take over to a friend's house. She had a back operation and asked for my famous chocolate chip cookies. After I had packed the cookies in a tin and tied a ribbon around it, my husband asked me for a sample I told him to wait until we got to Maisie's house. There he would get a sample. Well, Ann Landers, do you know Maisie never opened the box? My husband kept nudging me all evening and whispering, Psst, remind her about the cookies. I ignored his request and now he's mad at me. I say he should be mad at her. Isn't it rude not to open such a gift in the presence of the giver? If you print your reply, I will send you my famous recipe for chocolate chip cookies. Thanks in advance. Shaker Heights. Dear Shaker, 
Here is your letter, but please do not send me your recipe. I haven't fully recovered from my meatloaf trouble. There has to be another article about that somewhere. (laughs) Meatloaf trouble. The Atlanta story. My sister in Omaha has just started to speak to me again. Oh! Wow. I agree. The lady with the back surgery should have opened the box in your presence. But next time, bake a double batch of cookies so you'll have enough for your own family as well as your friends. Ayan. She had to write into a stranger to solve this? The woman had back surgery. Maybe she couldn't even reach the box. She literally had her spine (laughs) fused. I can't believe she didn't dust before she came over. How rude is that? We come over to visit her, and she doesn't even put on coffee. She doesn't even have heels on. I mean, she didn't walk up the stairs to see us. I mean... She Tacky. Didn't, she didn't even hug me. And that she back didn't brace didn't up. go with anything she was she wearing. She laid there. In traction. Asshole. Asshole. Can you believe she didn't open the cookies? Open the fucking cookies, Diane. Legit, that would be me if they were enemas. Enemas? Enemas. Enemas. Whatever you said. At Johnny's Food Master. <laughs> I love an enemas cookie. Look, you like my gluten-free Entamin. chocolate chip cookies. Enemas. 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 And actually, it's Entenmen. Well, then E-N-T- stop calling it. Enemin. It's an Enemin cookie. It, that's an enema cookie. No. That's how you would relaxedly say somebody's last name. You don't hit the T all hard. I Ent- sometimes hit the T You hard. hit the T too much. Yeah. Entenmen's. 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 Entenmen's cookies. Okay. Enemin's. This is from the Good Santa Maria chip. Times. Santa Maria Hope to to see you. California, October 26, 1959. Santa Maria! Dear Abby, my brother has a newspaper route, and he has a lady on his route who is 82 years old. She gets lots of nuts and candy and a bushel of apples from Seattle at Christmas, and she has no teeth. So she (laughs) gives this stuff to my brother. Only she gives it to him in June or July. (gasps) The chocolates are wormy and melted, and the nuts are not crunchy anymore, and the apples are rotten. Then she asks my brother how it was, and he has to lie and say, fine. My brother says she forgets she has this stuff, so I said to, I said he ought to remind her in January. He says it's bad manners. What do you say? Signed, sis. Dear sis, your brother's right. It is bad manners to remind a person to give you something. Your brother should accept what she offers when she offers it. Pretend to be pleased and then take it home and throw it out. And, and burn it. <laughs> wormy? Wormy. Oh, my God. You know, she's the grandmother from Christmas Vacation. She wrapped up her cat again. Oh, oh, she wrapped up her Jello mold. There's cat food in the Jello mold. <laughs> Say, Grace, she died 30 years ago. I We used to have a candy lady on our block that you just like go up to her house, ring the doorbell, and she's like, like, hi, candy lady, and she'd give us candy. At any point in the year? Yeah, any point of any day in any Like year. 2 a.m. on a Thursday this in March. It seems very strange. It this is, is strange very story. strange. Yeah. And there was like this old woman. She gave us candy. Oh, my God. And How Hansel died. and Gretel. Yeah. Then she died. And then her neighbor took it over, but the neighbor was not nearly as friendly as the other candy lady. I like that she had to take it over. Like, she was decreed I mean, on the street that, like, you're the candy lady now. And she was like, fuck. And she had one of the, she was, like, older, so she had, like, that hairstyle, like, that, that like, final net. Oh, it's yeah. It's just, like, a giant, she's taken an hour and a half to rat it up. And she whatever. said it and forget it. 
And now you think about it, in this day and age, someone goes, punches the shit out of her, steals everything in her house. Yeah. Except the candy. Except for the candy because it was fucking rock Cause solid. Because it's, it's Nestle's Crunch. And <laughs> it, frankly, not worth it. It was hard candies, <gasps> of course. It, you know why? She's trying to make all the kids in the neighborhood choke on them. She's like, listen, I'll teach you to ring my fucking doorbell while I'm masturbating upstairs. Ew! Wait, were they the hard candies that were the strawberries that were wrapped in a strawberry? I don't, you don't talk about. So. Yeah, I, I do like. That. I'm the only person that likes. No, that. I'm with you, but I was like that when I was a kid too, because there was a gooey center. Yeah, your only goal was to get to that center. Yeah, I like that gooey. Like that lollipop. Yeah. Yes. Try to get to the tootsie pop. Try to get to the center, and then you would, you would. I mean, for me, it took me a very long time. I don't have a lot of saliva. <laughs> I have a lot of time, but not a lot of saliva. Sorry, Jim. I apologize, sir. <laughs> Got to lube up. But you, 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 you know, like as a, a kid, you're, you're <laughs> as a kid, you're doing the Tootsie Pop and you're doing the Tootsie Pop. And it's like, takes you an hour to get to the center of that I thing. Like and you're like, was it like worth that. it? What me, what yeah. the people yeah. at home can't see is that I am acting out the act of t- twisting and turning, working all angles, from, detailing yeah, it. From the top to bottom, top to bottom, top to bottom, side, side, yeah. top to bottom, balls. Don't forget the, oh wait. And then eventually you're thin. There's a thin coating there, and you're like, fuck it, I got nothing else in me. So you're using your incisors to like try to... Until the full release. Yeah, just trying to crack it. I want to crack it. Yeah. And then you get to the center, and you're like, this was a lot of work for not a lot of pow. Yeah. Same with the bubble. The what? The bubble gum one, when it had a bubble center. Blow pop. Oh, they called it a blow pop. I mean... Good times. Yeah. Wreck me. (laughs) Do I have another article for you? Oh, wreck me, blow pop. Wreck me. I have one final article on chocolate. And then let me tell you something. I need chocolate after this because that's how I roll. At the end of any meal, I always have to have dark chocolate in the house somewhere. It's hidden. Frozen. Well, it really can't be that hidden if it's frozen. So there's It's only hidden one within spot. the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are lucky, you'll find it. Go now. I always have to have frozen chocolate in the house and... Around St. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and my Jules knows this, and mm-hmm. I'm putting this here on print for him to, to hear. Okay. Uh, I always have to get one of those Russell Stovers, you know, mm-hmm. hearts. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a Russell Stover. Okay. Nestle's Crunch is crap chocolate. I get that. Russell Stover's, not that great, but it's the idea. I like the chocolate, or the, uh, oh. the chalk hearts. Ew! Why are you my mother? Do you like candy corn, too? Yeah. Ew! But You're I an w- old woman. <laughs> yeah. Proud. I yeah, and I'm, I'm proud. a proud yeah, I am. Mexican-American woman. That's right. Who's 75. I like that. Chalk hearts. Nobody likes that. It's like a Necco wafer. I like Necco wafers. Oh, my God. This conversation's over. All right. I have a final article for you from the leader telegram. Oh, Claire, Wisconsin. Your oh, favorite, Claire. Claire. November 16th, 1994. Chocolate can be part of a good diet. (laughs) Dear Ann Landers, my freezer is full of chocolate cake, brownies, chocolate ice cream, vanilla ice cream, there's chocolate sauce in the cupboard, several kinds of chocolate ice cream balls, chocolate pie, and lots of chocolate candies. Jesus. I stand in front of my freezer and want to cry. You'll understand when I tell you I keep my weight under 125 pounds. I do it by starvation. One bite-sized chocolate ice cream bar, and my weight pops up on the scale the next morning. 
My question to you is, is it worth it? I'm a widow and still socially active. Because I'm big-boned, I don't look charming when I put on weight. But I'm also 83 years old. Oh, for fuck's sake. Should I spend my remaining years resisting chocolate? Or should I just go on and be fat and sloppy? Signed Chocolate Addict in El Paso. Dear El Paso, you asked the wrong person. I too am addicted to chocolate. See a nutritionist and get your diet squared away so you can keep chocolate in your life without starving. Ayan. Why does she have all that stuff in there? <laughs> She's living alone. Did someone gift it to her? I don't know. Well, so you gave me a Vianetta. It's still in the freezer upstairs. I mean... Should we take the risk? We'd have to start thawing it now to eat it next week, though. I don't know if I can... You know, there is that weird... Disc chocolate. That thing that comes the around... film. That's around your mouth, yeah. It's like if you've ever made out with someone who's covered in latex. <sighs> Tell me about it. <laughs> If I had a nickel. Um, it's the chocolate candy shell within the Vianetta ice cream that leaves a film in your mouth. Correct. Now, if I'm 83 years old and clearly living alone and have a, apparently robbed a... 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> robbed the truck yeah. that went by. And she's trying hey. to keep her weight down... Of 100 pounds. Didn't Carl used to drive an ice cream truck through this neighborhood? Yeah, there's like, the ice cream truck is now parked in her garage. He's murdered. <laughs> I In my freezer, I have chocolate ice cream, chocolate candy bars, Carl. chocolate ice cream, <laughs> and Carl, chocolate Carl. <laughs> Flipped upside down and draining all the blood out of him so I can replace the blood with chocolate. Ma'am, can we check your garage? Sure. Um... Is your husband here? I don't have a... I'm not... No, I'm, married. yeah. Widow. And then, so whose good humor truck is that? Oh. It, there's a good humor truck in my backyard? Yeah, the music's still playing. Oh. Oh, that's weird. Which is why we're I didn't here. even hear it. I've been in here the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, it is reported missing six months ago. Mm, that's... Wow. Oh, well, it's... Uh, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know what to say. I've never left the back of the house. I've only been in the front. And there's no ice cream in it. Do you mind if we check your freezer? Yes. Uh, I want, I need a writ or a warrant. We don't have writ. We do have rid because Steve here has lice. Okay. Um, but, but I need a warrant. Uh-huh. If you're going to search my. Like the band? Warrant? I'll take that too. Okay. Well, here they are. Wow. You guys have everything in this. Police department. <laughs> Name Warren's hit. Do we know? I don't know. What are you talking about? Which means I have to find I'm, out. It's lucky that I know who Warren is. Good for you. I think I actually saw them playing at Mohegan Sun. Of course you did. What is the best Warren song ever? Well, what is it? Cherry Pie. She's my cherry pie. Also delicious. They can come in as long as they've got cherry pie. <laughs> Chocolate Who's the lead of pie. Warrant? Who is the lead singer? Yeah. Janney? Janie Lane. I don't know. Allison Janney is the Allison lead Janney singer. Allison Janney is the lead singer of, of Warrant, Warrant, and this is how stories start. It's like yeah. the telephone game. Yeah, this is like the Taliban game. The Taliban game. We did that too. We we, we were lead singers of Warrant. <laughs> we, we sang Cherry Pie. We wrote it. We wrote we it. We invented Cherry Pie also. 
I take credit for it. I take credit for all that. We invented cherry pie all and of it. Uh, waitress the musical on Broadway. <laughs> we love that Sarah Bareilles. I love that the Taliban only comes out and takes credit for like the things. <laughs> Random shit. Deli cat. We invented deli cats. <laughs> Bodegas, you mean? <laughs> Bodega cats. We did that. We were the first ones to Hot do pockets. that. <laughs> Taylor Swift songs, all of them. We did all of them. We wrote them. Up close oh. and personal, we did that. We love them, Michelle. Oh, it's pizza rolls, we did those. That's our work. <laughs> our work. We invented pizza rats. We gave him pizza. And Michelle he, he Branch. We invent Michelle Branch. <laughs> Feel the rain on your skin. That's not Michelle we invented- Branch. That's not Michelle Branch. We invented Laguna Beach, the series. <laughs> Heads up, seven up. We invented the game in, in grade schools. Good. Uh, we invented Don't Break the Ice. It's- <laughs> we played the parachute game where we take the parachute, we throw the ball in the middle. And then we throw a bomb on them and oh, everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, Why anyway, is he turning into maybe. Borat? Wow. We are going off the rails today. Do what do you say? You want to do a little Instagram? Man? We're just chugging right along. Chances, yeah. It's time. Yes, it is. It's time for Instagram mail. Taliban mail. I I came up with this concept. I this Instagram mail. I did this. I invented Aaron. I I invent Patrick. <laughs> we invent this whole. I do the Mahaabar. This was ours. This was our idea. It's Instagram mail. <laughs> Even Instagram this song. Mail. Idea, it was my idea to pause. Drop it off at our hut. It's uh, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. All right, email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial on Instagram. That's right. I'm just stirring a cocktail, getting ready to, to dive in. So hit me. Dearpod, I have a growing fear of aliens. I watched a special about Area 51 and I haven't slept for days. I'm convinced they're coming. Any wisdom on how to deal with this anxiety? Signed, no thanks, E.T. Dear no thanks, more than likely they are coming and more than likely they are already here. Look at the Scientology roster, for God's sake. They walk among us. If they haven't attacked us now, what makes you think they will? They've been studying us and are probably... uh, are probably giving us a hard pass in their minds. This planet is already destroying itself, each other, and any prospect for intelligent life form. The Kardashians in the last few election cycles have guaranteed that this is one dumb country, let alone planet. Keep your head and heart with your family, and if one day NASA's looking for someone to shoot into space to fight an alien or destroy an asteroid, turn up your Aerosmith and volunteer. There won't be any history books to put you in, but at least you'll face your fears with a cool-ass soundtrack. See you on the flip side, Jodie Foster. And send Elon Musk. And take him. Don't bring him back, damn it. Well, here's what Anne has to say, and then we'll unpack aliens, because I just want to... I know we've we've taken a hard left from chocolate, but that's what the question's about, man. Yeah. Just got to roll with it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. Warrant. All right. Dear E.T., <laughs> Before you start wearing a tinfoil hat, stop and take a breath. Odds are, if they're out there, they're not coming for you. Unless you live in the South. It's not your fault you're afraid. TV and movies have been depicting aliens as hostile, selfish, and with a complete disregard for humanity. So, you know, Americans. Movies have also made us believe all they want to do is probe our asses. Can you imagine having the intelligence to travel thousands of light years only to land and say, all right, time to look up some butts. 
What are they hoping to find up there? Good luck learning anything if they grabbed my jewels. All they'll find is last week's meatloaf. His digestion is sluggish. There's no honest proof that aliens, A, exist, and B, have been here. I say, if there is intelligent life out there, come on down. Have you seen our presidential candidates, the Smith family, George Santos? I would gladly let someone probe my ass if they got rid of these people, but I digress. To your question, I say avoiding watching any more specials on aliens. Stop Googling best places to get abducted by Martians. Leave the room if someone puts on signs. That has less to do with aliens and more to do with Mel Gibson. Stop the source of what's fueling the anxiety. Your screens. Instead, get outside and take a walk. Just not in an open field. At night. Alone. In a small town. Outside of Atlanta. Good luck, you sky-watching son of a bitch. And phone home. Aion! I think it's very narrow-minded to think that we're the only living creatures. Agreed. I completely agree that there are aliens up there. I can't imagine that everyone is as violent as they're depicting. No. In fact, it would be us that did that to them. Because we do it to each other. Absolutely. So, and if they are more intelligent, which more than likely they are. If they get here before we get there. Right. They win. They will probably be like, this is... The reason why they're killing us is probably to save... The plan, like the, the solar planet. system. Yes, and I agree with them. In which case, zap me, baby. Look at what we've done. Take me up with you. You can probe me all you want <laughs> after a couple cocktails. <laughs> or, or without any. Yeah, I but. feel like I would be Samantha from Sex and the City if they took me to another planet. I'd be like, ooh, that probe is so proby. <laughs> you want to learn something about me? My, My kidneys don't work anymore. My alien is going off like <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, God, there's aliens everywhere. Boop. <laughs> but it looks like the thing from the movie Alien. <laughs> oh, they're up, they're they're next to me. They're above me. They're inside me. Oh, aliens! I love that little top hat. <laughs> <laughs> Your fingers are so long. Why don't we spend eight minutes in a oh, closet oh somewhere? On... You're doing that from across the table. Wow! Oh. From the rings of Saturn. Oh, <laughs> I think that we are not alone. I do think that there are aliens. I think that they have been here before. Probably. I think they're smarter than we are, because who isn't? Mm-hmm. But I do like that in all alien movies, two things are true. They always come down here ready for a fight. When it's literally like what I said, they're always depicted as hostile and selfish and all about ruining humanity. And I was like, oh, that's so American. Right. Like if they sent somebody from Texas up to, you know, Jupiter, that they'd get down there and be like, let's kill some shit, you know? They're like, they... uh they're depicted as, well, the Americans are like, they're, they're going to ruin our country. They're going to destroy everything. And it's like, wait a minute. Are you talking but about Democrats or aliens? Right, you... <laughs> aliens or illegal aliens? Wait, what are you saying? Because didn't everyone just vote to take away protected wetlands? <laughs> like, yeah. It's funny what we're voting against. Like, you can't kill us Americans. Our planet, our country is the best. Blah, blah. However, uh, however, pipeline, 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 Keystone, Keystone. trans homosexuals are killing everybody. So let's kill them first. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you see? It's amazing when all of a sudden it, it, they get really like all inclusive. Oh, I know. Really. Like a, like a sandals resort. If an alien landed here and he saw, he'd be like, oh my God, this is 
a mess. This place is a mess. Let's go. It was like when I went to Chuck's birthday party and I accidentally walked into the wrong bar first, whatever that weird bar is that used to be where social is or something on, on in Hell's Kitchen. And I walked, I was like, God, this place is a mess. Let's get out. Of, what the fuck? Is somebody doing heroin in the court? Let's get out of here. What that would be aliens. What bar are you talking about? It was, uh, what was the one that we went to for his birthday? The Dickens? Yeah, but there was one on, I went, oh, I went into oh, too soon. Yes, there it is. And I yeah. walked in and I was like, this doesn't seem right. Right. Why is there so much glow in the dark paint on the walls? The queue has taken a hard turn. Wow. Whatever that was, I was like, I want to leave this planet and go to a different planet. We've secretly replaced the regular queue with new rundown. <laughs> it was horrifying. <laughs> so that would be me if I was an alien. I would be, uh, can you imagine like being interviewed by an alien and just being like, you know what? Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> the, um, you want to destroy the planet? Go ahead. Go ahead. As long, wait, do I still have to work? Wait, if you got interviewed by an alien, you would be interviewing them. So, okay, here's my range. Here's my price right. range. So, I would just like Can to you know, come up to that level? Thank you for abducting me. I really appreciate it. I want to know, will I be compensated for my time here and wherever I'm at? How long am I here? And when I go back down, will it actually be years later? Yeah. If so, will I be compensated again? for the amount of years they've been up here. Because it seems like I've been up here for five minutes, but if I go down there and it's been like five years, and life has moved on and blah, blah, blah. Also, can I get a note that I was abducted so then I can tell, so I can collect Unemployment. Right. Yeah. Um, I just have so many questions. And if you're going to do the planet, can you do it like as soon as I get back? But like give me like 10 minutes to like, contact everybody and then destroy the planet uh-huh. just so I can, like everyone knows, like, you know, like, you know, like the Marilyn Monroe JFK conspiracy. I can set it all. Like I wasn't, you know, I was abducted. Ah, I'm back. Yeah, I'm not the grassy knoll, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. And also, I, it looks like you guys have really good labs up here. Congratulations. Well done. We haven't figured out health insurance on earth so this is all very lab forward uh if you're gonna probe me can you put me under first or and can you not do the eyes nothing with the eyes actually I just had you, them done. you can probe me but i'm just going to run to the bathroom with my little bulb for just to clear out just with in my case Edmunds i just loaf. don't want to i just don't want to like you know if this is going to be very we're going to be here a while i'm sure it's awkward so i don't want to i just want to put my best ass forward yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? do you have any wine Anyway, your lighting here is really soft. <laughs> it's really, it's really like overhead, almost angelic. It's, yeah, you guys look great. It's like Home Depot if they got it right. Am I right? Am I right? I'm right, right. Okay, who's she? <laughs> oh, I'm excited for this one. Are you ready? Yes. It's time. Ta- for specialty cocktails, specialty drinks, Christmas. Oh wait, it's not Christmas anymore. We're in February, in the shitty months, but it's a good time to drink because it's time. It's a different kind of holiday. It's Valentine's Day. I'll sing what I want, Christmas. And by now, everybody is drinking again. Your dry Januarys are over, and what better way to kick things off than with a chocolate Negroni? That is right, James Jules Ferris will bribe you with booze if you will be his valentine. Hey, I am your valentine, legally. 
Okay, for this, you will need, are you ready? One ounce of gin. Three quarters of an ounce of sweet vermouth. Stop it. Three quarters of an ounce of Campari. Oh, One quarter of an ounce of creme de cacao. Oh. And three dashes of chocolate finish. Oh, oh. oh. so good. Clean up on aisle five. Now, in a mixing glass, stir together all ingredients with ice and strain into a rocks glass. Garnish with an orange fridge, grated chocolate, and plastic stirrer. Give me a plastic stirrer. All right, here is tasting notes. I'll be honest. The older I get, the more I hate these made-up holidays. But if I don't get chocolate on Valentine's Day, there will be hell to pay! This year, let's throw away the box of Cadbury's and think outside of the egg-shaped box. Let's make a glass of chocolate liquid love. Ooh, that sounds wrong. And celebrate this day of forced romance the proper way with booze and bad decisions. If you're anything like Erin, uh-oh, oh, no. I get ready. Not only do you snore like a bandsaw at night, but you also love a good Negroni. Negroni. <laughs> That's plural for Negroni. <laughs> Steer me in the Negroni and tell me you love me. <laughs> this time we are going to sweeten it up a little and make it a little bit more desserty. I always love the addition of chocolate bitters in a cocktail, and a little goes a long way. The addition of the creme de cacao helps the balance of the chocolate flavor, and before you know it, you will be naked with your partner with empty glasses in your hands. Ew, remember to leave the shades up. Ew, ew! Give the neighbors a little story on this St. Valentine's Day. That is right, ladies and gents. It's Giving him something he can feel. Giving me something I can drink. Oh, look at these little stirrers. Are these little tiki? Oh, um, those are skulls. Oh. Thought it was a tiki. And it's just human heads. All right, chocolate Negroni. It smells, it smells like strawberry. Mm. It is like a chocolate-covered strawberry. Yeah. What a weird thing. Because there's a huge chunk of orange in here. And a severed finger. Oh, you have a severed finger in yours? I have a penis in mine. Mm. Maybe he makes them to order. Maybe it came with finger blasters. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) Finger blasters. I would love a video game called Finger Blasters. Remember when I sent you that thing? You're like, there's no way this could be a real commercial. What was that? Finger blasters, as kids. Like. (laughs) Wait, where's, wasn't it like a dessert or something? It was yeah, it's like, like a. It's like some kind of like, it was like weird, a Twinkie. Yeah. Like a, it was like a finger, and then the finger you dip into some kind of sauce. Yeah. And then you. There's like no suck way that was finger. real. No way. This is very real. I look at. I love that I can see chocolate floating on the top. I'm a chocolate junkie, chocolate addict. I have to have it all the time. We know this. Do you like sex and chocolate? I like sex and. I like sexual candy. chocolate. Oh. Well, like that is delicious, and it's boozy, and it's a nice alternative to a Negroni. Could I drink a lot of this? Maybe not. No. I think I could have one. That's like forced oral sex. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you move the hooded clitoris, then All where right. do you go from there? I don't know. What gopher? I like it, too. But it's like if you've ever had chocolate martinis. Well, this is this is a classy-ass chocolate martini. Yeah. I'm not some basic bitch who's like, I love chocolate martini and espresso martini. And then like 20 minutes later, she's like, you guys, I have to be right back. I need to, I have to, I just have to go. What is in that martini? I don't feel right. So I like the chocolate Negroni also because it's got some heavy kick to it. You can really taste the gin in there. She's cutting through some shit to get to the base of the matter. All right. All right. Because sometimes you got to get down. 
to the heart of the matter, because my ass is weak. I don't. I think those were the original lyrics. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. 